everyone and welcome back to your weekly bachelorette recap. I'm your host Alexandria and we are almost at the end. I am so excited and happy that we're almost done just because I'm kind of getting bored of this season. I think we only have two episodes left after this. Just a heads up, I said that I would be ending the actual podcast season two at the end of The Bachelorette, just so I have time to record, edit episodes I did with guests, and rebrand the podcast. We, I need a little break just to get that done, but we'll definitely be back, I believe, in is done. So I think August 10th, 11th, 12th-ish is going to be like our last episode for the season, for season two, and then I'll be back in September with some new episodes. Okay, First of all, I know you guys like when I talk about pop culture. Apparently, that's the thing you like the most from what I've heard. I will definitely take some time and I will do an entire Jen, Ben, JLo, whatever you call it, episode. Apparently, a lot of people want to know more about what I think about that. I've been following the Ben, Jen, and JLo drama since elementary school. It's probably something I've been the most committed to in my life, so I can definitely do an episode on that. Um, The only pop culture update I really have, because I've been swamped with work and school, is that Issa Rae got married. And if you don't know who Issa Rae is, she's the creator of one of my favorite shows, HBO Insecure. And if you haven't watched it, you definitely need to check it out. I will be recapping the final season of that show just for my like own personal benefit because I love that show. So I definitely think if you haven't checked it out, check out Insecure on HBO, get a free month membership, watch all four seasons. I love Issa Rae. She's probably one of my top inspirations and seeing her beautiful France wedding was the highlight of my week. Um, so I'll get into the men tell all episode now. Let me start. So they open the episode and they basically show Michael or Katie talking about how she's so excited to be with Michael and how being with Michael is making her an instant mom if if she selects him and they get engaged and whatever not. And then Michael talks to his son. And that phone call was devastating. It was heartbreaking. It was so sad. His son's like, oh, like maybe daddy just doesn't want to talk to me. And Michael's telling his son that he's away for work, which was a good lie, I guess, for a four-year-old. Not going to, I don't know. I guess you don't want to tell the four-year-old, hi, I'm looking for love after, you know, mom died. And maybe it's like not appropriate. So totally the work excuse was great. But I really did feel Michael's heartache. And I think any parent who's been away from their child for as many weeks as the show films for is going to feel the same way. So I can completely empathize with why Michael was going home or why he made the decision to go home when he did. And I think it was great that they showed it before the men tell all because we got to have Michael there. And Michael looked amazing at the men tell all with that beard. I just want to give a heads up to everyone. So basically, Greg is talking about how he's so excited about his family meeting Katie and Michael was like, I'm so excited too, but my son. And I could see in his face the wavering kind of feelings there where his son was concerned and whatever not. So I'm got I'm glad that he kind of went home in a way. I think that 
that was I think it's important to be there for his son and my heart broke but Michael's a good man and love will come to him and I'm confident of that um Katie looked really sad but I'm gonna be honest I never felt it between Michael and Katie at all so when people said that they thought they were gonna be the best couple ever I never felt it so I don't know if it's just me or if I'm being pessimistic but I don't I just didn't think that spark was there he's a great man she's a great girl but I didn't see how that was going to translate to being together so at the end of the day I'm not that sad that he left and he didn't get an opportunity with Katie Moving on to the mental all start of it, Tasha and Kaylin looked amazing. I loved their red ensemble. I'm going to say something off the bat. This was the first time in the entire season I actually kind of missed Chris Harrison. I think Chris Harrison was just better at doing, you know, the mental all. Even Emmanuel Acho, is that was that his name? I think he even did a better job in terms of like the way the presentation was done compared to Tayshia and Caitlin. However, I think this is their first time, and I'm pretty sure that maybe they'll get it right for after the final rose. But they're great hosts for the show. Kind of boring on mental. I'm gonna be completely honest, um, but they looked fantastic. Now, moving on through the men tell all. So all the men, except for Carl and Brandon, looked good. I have a pickle with Brandon, my Toronto mans. I just think, like, first of all, I've never actually, as a Canadian, heard anybody sound Canadian. And I don't think I picked up the accent before this. But when he was there talking to the men, and the men were responding, I'm like, oh my god, that's a Canadian accent. I finally hear one. Never heard one before, or never realized I was hearing one before. So thank you, Brendan, for that, Mr. Firefighter. So Cody, the first thing he did is attacked Cody. And I'm like, you know what? I like Cody. I think a lot of people come on the show, and yes, they're looking for love, but they're also hoping to gain a social media presence on the side. And I don't know if we can wrong anyone for that. So I think that they kind of went after Cody for no reason. I do think Cody was there more so for social media than for Katie. But at the same point in time, it's not worth the fight. But then Carl comes in hot hot smoky ready to fight like carl has been stewing at home just preparing to argue and i'm totally here for it thank you carl for coming in strong coming in hot coming in powerful and the men come in just as hot and powerful and go back after carl and i was excited to see that so brendan basically is talking on behalf of the group and everyone and calling Carl a snake, which I've also called him. And then he was like, you're fake news, honey. Trump left the White House a long time ago with that term. I know you're in Canada, but we need to chill, Brendan. Okay, moving on. So I was like wondering where Thomas is because I'm obsessed with Thomas. I think he's gorgeous. I understand that a lot of people don't like him and he left a bad impression, but Thomas is going to come in hot a little bit later. Excited about that. James has been annoying the entire time and James was annoying on after the final rose. So so was Brendan. However, I want to say I 
liked Hunter more after the Mentel All. I said after the final rose, I met Mentel All. I liked Hunter a lot more after seeing him on Mentel All than I liked him in the show. And I don't think anything's wrong with Hunter at all. I just think the men like to pick on each other. I also didn't appreciate James' con- like um comment about Hunter being like 1.5 worse than Carl, like talking about his height. Um, I thought that was kind of inappropriate and like a low blow below the belt. Like, I don't think we need to attack people because they're not as tall as others. You know what I mean? Okay, moving on. Connor B. So they address the fact that Connor B is not a good kisser and that's what Katie said. And then this girl from the audience comes and she makes out with Connor. It was the most awkward and scripted thing I've ever seen in my life. I didn't need that. It was gross. It even looked like a bad kiss there. No offense. And she literally looked like she was from Utah and she was just dropped there. It was really annoying. And she's like, oh my God, I could see you like, I mean, I could see that you wanted to like look at whatever. Not. And Brendan asks, not Brendan, Connor B asks her out. It was really, really awkward and weird. And I've never rolled my eyes harder moving on we didn't need that guys we really didn't need that moving on so andrew s gets his moment to shine love him wish him all the best all the happiness he's one of my favorite people from the show next to trey that went home obviously no one's gonna compare to greg for me but that's just saying that um andrew s deserves all the love hope he gets it hope he finds it now they talk about the roasts and the roasts were bad. That episode was kind of bad, but it was actually super funny. And the way the men were trying to do a mini roast there was also super funny. I really appreciated that little nostalgic moment. Um, and yeah, they brought on Jason. They brought on Jason to discuss the proposal with Caitlin. And proposals make me cry. And I thought it was so beautifully done. I almost cried, but I kept it together loved that we had that moment loved that jason came on and kind of discussed how the proposal went it was the cutest thing ever moving on so katie comes out after this and she addresses the men she's in a lime green dress i want to say this right now i don't know if it's because she was nervous but she came off as very rude maybe i'm the only person who felt that way but I found her tone of voice to be very aggressive and I found her body to be very tense and I found the way that she spoke to a lot of the men to be quite rude. Like she kind of gave off the vibe that she didn't want to be there. So Michael base, so Katie or not Katie, Taisha or Kaylin was like, Michael said that if you wanted to have a second chance, he'd be open to it. Um, I understand Katie's like obviously saying no, she's probably picked someone by now, but the way she responded to Michael and her tone of voice was actually quite rude. So what the words she said were correct. The tone nation was rude and I didn't really appreciate, I think even Michael kind of felt the sting of that. Like Michael was like, oh, okay. Like, and I don't really know if Tasha and Kaylin should have said that what Michael was saying about the second chance to them, to her. But like, I just didn't like the way that she responded, the tone that she responded in. After that, um, I found that the men were very nice in their commentary of Katie, the things that they had to say about Katie. Um, I thought that was great. I thought Katie's responses again were very condescending. 
um, quite rude, quite stoic. I didn't really, I think the mental all made me dislike Katie and I hadn't disliked her yet. It made me think that she wasn't as genuine as she was coming off to be, whether that was her intention or not, which was unfortunate for me. So Katie called Aaron Thomas, which made me laugh. But then, and then Connor came out with a song. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this song, Connor? Why are you here? And then I thought it was really sweet because he talked about how he made a bunch of friends and the commodity was great. And honestly, it was a good group of men and they got along really well. So I think even though Connor was annoying with his little ukulele and his stupid song, I kind of appreciated that he highlighted that and the men's bonding that he made. But you could tell in Katie's face that she really hated that song and she hated every moment Connor sang and she was completely over him. And then Thomas came on the screen because he just couldn't come in person. Obviously, I was wondering where Thomas was. Thomas looks so hot on Zoom. I've never seen another person look so hot on Zoom. I'm excited for it. And he basically gave one of the best apologies I've ever heard in my entire life. Guys, if you want to learn how to apologize to somebody, you need to watch Thomas's apology to Katie. It was fantastic. It was so well done. Katie's response to Thomas was so rude and condescending. And the way that she spoke was so rude. And I understood, again, the words she was saying were right, but the tonation was off. And that was my big pickle with Katie at the Mentel All. There was just something off about her. And she came off in a way that I didn't like. And yeah, and I don't know if she was hurt. I don't know if she was bitter. She sounded very bitter towards Thomas. But the her vibe was just off. The vibe check didn't pass for Katie. Now they went and they did the British bloopers at the end of it with Andrew and Greg. And I thought that was really funny. And yeah, the bloopers were actually quite hilarious. But overall, good men tell all. There are three men left. There's Justin, there's Blake, and there's Greg. As I said in the last episode, I totally think this is for Blake. Blake has it in the bag. Um, Yeah, that's basically it. So I hope you enjoy this mini Bachelorette recap. I promise you that there will be a new episode this Sunday. I know I said it last week. I just had no time to edit, but I'm going to make time to edit this week. And... I am so happy that you come back and you keep listening. Our listenership is going up every week. So thank you for that. And chat soon. Oh my God, I'm not chatty broads. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.